Welcome to Hello Health Today. I'm Dr. Carmen Mohan. Imagine you've run out of eggs or some other ingredient you need to make dinner. Being friendly with your neighbor, you feel comfortable knocking on her door with a container in your hand. She opens the door holding a crying toddler propped up on one hip. She has bags under her eyes. Her hair's a mess. The TV is blaring and two more children are running through the house, which is littered with their toys, clothes, and who knows what else. What's the right thing to do? In our society, we tend to ask, what do you need? And our neighbor doesn't have the words. She just shrugs. I submit to you that what we should do instead is grab the toddler from her and say, I got this, go take a nap. My guest today is Tess Gamble. Tess is the owner and founder of Pendapon LLC, an Atlanta concierge firm that is dedicated to simplifying the lives of others. After working in corporate human resources for 20 years, Tess decided to provide busy individuals the personal lifestyle management services she desired. When the opportunity presented itself, it was an easy personal transition for her to utilize her human resources skills to focus on individuals. Leaders can feel overwhelmed by a never-ending cacophony of to-dos. If you're working 18 hours a day, you have very little time left. So I guilted myself into saying, you don't deserve help. Our minds become distracted, super stressed, and just freeze because there's simply too much to do. That's why I invited Tess Gamble from Pendapon to help us stave off these crises before they start. We're here to explore the art of delegation. So it's not easy to delegate. So sometimes we have to ask the probing questions to help them become comfortable with delegating. Tess Gamble, welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Carmen. It's nice to see you today. It's fabulous to see you as well. Tess, last year, I became way too overcommitted. To put it kindly, I was wearing way too many hats. And as you know, I'm the CEO of Hello Health Today. I'm a physician in practice at the Hello Health Clinic. I'm a mother of two lovely children, and I'm married to an entrepreneur who travels a lot. In the mix of that, I love hosting this podcast. I run with my dog, pet my cats, and I try to be a good friend and care for my community. Most of the time, I feel grateful for my beautiful life, but sometimes the responsibilities become overwhelming. And in the fall of last year, you witnessed just such an episode and you swooped in and rescued me from overwhelm. I, I give you permission to describe for our listeners what I sounded like during that first phone call. Well, Dr. Carmen, doing our first phone call, you sounded like you just needed help. And I just wanted to see how I could help you. I, I knew the main goal or the end goal was that you wanted to be able to spend time with your family and friends. That was something I took away from my first phone call. So it wasn't that you were nervous and trying to figure this out. You were just like, here is what I want. How can you help me? And... <laughs> And y'all, this is what I said. It's like I was doing all this other stuff and I wasn't spending time with my most beloved people, like the people I love best of all in all the world, right? So I'm doing all these things and yet I'm not getting what I – so what I'm actually telling Tess is I want to spend really great quality time with my kids. I want them to have amazing birthdays this year and I can't because I'm way too busy. Yes, and that that's exactly what you said and 
those are the things that I aim for because I said, um, here is what you asked, what does Pen to Pun offer? And I said, the goal is to make your life easier, to make it simple so you can enjoy life and we can take all of those stressful things off of your plate. You're like, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was just like, yeah, whatever. I just need it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I feel overwhelmed, um, as I did last fall, I just don't know where to start sometimes. How do you help clients like me? I think it's the first thing I try to do is make them feel that we can help them, that it's okay. There is light at the end of the tunnel. You can enjoy life. There is an option for you. Um, and, and, and we are, I hate to say it, but we are that option because we get excited when we're able to make you or help you enjoy life, enjoy your family, enjoy your hobbies, whatever it is you want to do besides the, some of the daily tasks, um, the things that you can delegate. So we, we want you to start enjoying life and we take those things off your plate. We hear so often, don't be afraid to ask for what you need. And I would argue that leaders sometimes don't know what we need. In my case, it tends to be that I'm moving too quickly to even consider my own needs. So I love it when my assistant, Madeline, who you paired with me, asks, do you need us to source dinner this week? And she'll just prompt me, do you need this? Do you need that? If I complain about anything, she starts to offer specific solutions. Yes. So... One of the things we try to do at Pendapun is we we try to be proactive. We try to listen to the conversation because sometimes if someone is moving quickly, they don't they don't they're not thinking, let me say what the problem is, but they're trying to express this is what's going on in my life. This is what I need help with. Um, and we're trying to pick those things. And, you know, sometimes if I'm speaking with a client, I just I just let them speak so I can capture some of the some of the pain points, because someone could be talking, 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 having a conversation. And in the middle of it, they can say, I, I need a haircut. And then they go back to the conversation. And it's like, OK, capture that note, because once they're done with their thoughts, we need to make sure we ask them about this haircut. Because we need no one. When, <laughs> when, when do they true. need to get the haircut done? So those are the things that we we try um, to just let them talk about what is going on, what are their needs, and some of those little small pointers that they may give us, and then we start asking probing questions once they've had the opportunity to express what is going on with them. How do you train people to be such great listeners? Um, they come with experience, but in addition to that, as I'm speaking, anytime I'm onboarding, um, a personal assistant or an admin assistant, I coach them through, I'm like, we have to be good listeners. And here are some of the things that we have to listen for. So we try, I try to, I have an, an HR background. So when I'm hiring, I try to hire well. Can't say that's always the case, but I try really hard to do that. But one of the things I stress is, one, allowing the client to speak, but because that's where we get our information. Um, and then after we get that, that's when we start 
asking those follow-up questions. Sometimes we may get a lot of information. We can say, you've mentioned the haircut. What time? How do you want this done? Do you need it colored? You know, so we try to ask additional questions. But sometimes they'll say, just make it happen. And when they say, make it happen. <laughs> you mean like me? Just make it happen. <laughs> just, just cut it all off. It's fine. Well, well, I, I, I say you always like, just just do it. Like, like Nike almost. Just do it. So, <laughs> So once we kind of have that, it's, you know, we reach out to the stylist if they have one, um, we'll contact that person for them. Or if they don't have one and we need to find one, then either we have a preferred vendor or we start interviewing. And when we do that, we're looking for specific things. Um, we We don't just hire, oh, go here. But we start researching them and we're looking for certain things to make sure our clients are getting um, what it is they need. It was like magic when I saw the list of services you provide. I was like, I need all of this. <laughs> we do offer a lot of things. Um, it, I always kind of laugh when someone at, you know, asks me what services do we provide. And I always say, we're not a jack of all trades, but we're a deal of all trades. Because we do a little bit of everything. Um, So with us doing a lot, there's sometimes things that we don't do. So if you need a plumber, we can't handle that. (laughs) But we we have preferred vendors that we work with. Or if you need the car details, you know, we, we don't detail the cars. I, I have in the past, but I'm not the best car. Oh my detailer. gosh, that's amazing! I didn't know <laughs> that. that. You were just determined. <laughs> so that's um, so I I've done some stuff before, but you know, so we we have vendors, preferred vendors that we quali- um we qualify in advance, and we make sure that they stand up to what Pentapun expects. Because some of the things we look for is we want our client, we want our service providers and mostly for pend upon is our goal is to provide excellent customer service to go above and beyond. Um, the goal is for us not to say no. Um, and then the other goal is just to go just to be, how do we, how do we get ahead of the client's needs? Um, sometimes we don't always do that, but we still, again, we go back to our listening skills to try and see, did we miss something? So the next time we can make it better. Um, there was one time uh, the client said they, they wanted uh, dinner prepared. They wanted dinner. And I'm kind of like, okay, we can do this. And I had to take responsibility. But I was like, we can do this and we can do that. And then we did it. But it wasn't exactly what they wanted because I didn't ask enough questions to say, how much sweets do y'all eat? Do you like sodas? <laughs> so over time, I kind of adjusted and, and we created a preference list for them. So we've added that. That wasn't one of the questions on our preference list. So we've added that to our preference, preference list. So we know this is a family that does not like sugary drinks. You know, it's really interesting. Did you know that empathetic listening is one of the fastest ways to express love and to make sure that people feel valued? That that's data driven. Really? I did yes. I did not know that. Yes, and empathetic listening is one of the things I look for when I hire at the clinic. 
because uh, you can't heal if you can't listen. And you can't learn if you can't listen either. So I just want to know you to know that I really value those in my own business, but it's, it's really clear why I like y'all. So Tess, how did you become a magician at helping leaders <laughs> feel less frantic? <laughs> it started when my, my life was um, falling to pieces. So I, <laughs> yeah, uh, years ago, I died almost for not died, but you know, how you want something badly. And I wanted to be promoted and I had the opportunity to get promoted, started working in HR and fast forward, like 10 years later, I'm still in HR. And I asked myself, I'm like, whoa, will I ever get to enjoy life again? Because I'm working. I got to the point I was working almost 18 hours a day. Um, whoa, yes. not enough sleep. Not enough sleep. And that will get you every time. Sleep, <laughs> if you're sleep deprived. All of a sudden, everything starts to fall apart. So it's um, my health. I had health issues. I developed eczema, started losing weight. Um, got to a point there, I thought I was going to lose my mind. And that's where the concern came in. And you're kind of like, if you lose your mind, will you ever become whole again? You know, so those were some oh, of the yeah. concerns that I had. So I desired help. I desired someone that was dependable, someone that was trustworthy, um, <clears throat> because I, I was just concerned about having someone in my space that was a confidential person. And those are the things that started me thinking about the business. I'm like, if I desire this, I know other people desire it. So one, one day, um, I had a baby shower for a friend. And we had it, it wasn't at my home, it was at, um, at an event place. And so I, after the event, I gathered everything up and I brought it back home. And it was like two weeks later, I had meatballs and stuff like still in the kitchen because I didn't have time to do anything with it. Right, so right. I'm like, I need help. So I called one of my friends and I asked, could her teenage daughter come help me? Because I'm like, I have to get this done because it starts to smell in here. And at that point, <laughs> I'm like, if I need this, and, and having the HR background, I'm like, if I need this, I know other people need this because they're working a lot of hours. And at this point, the companies were doing a lot of reductions. Um, so I'm like, mm. if they need it, I know, if I need it, I know they need it. And that, that's when the light bulb went off for me. And I said, okay, mm. it's time to, you know, start researching this. And when I got started, I didn't even know what it was called. Um, I was like, okay, is this a personal assistant? Is it this? Is it a concierge? So over time, I realized that we can call it a couple of things. A lot of times people ask me what I do. And I basically tell them I'm an on-call personal assistant, because a lot of times they don't understand they don't understand a lifestyle manager, because when I say lifestyle manager, they think I'm a coach. And when I say concierge, then they think I'm the concierge at the hotel and I'm going to, you know, during the, the hotel stay, I'm here, you know, but when you go home, I'm gone. And I'm like, no, I'm here for you all the time. It's not just during the hotel stay. So that's... You no, know, it's interesting. So I, I would just, let me just interject there uh -huh. because I'm one of those people who's like, okay, what do you do? What, how do I, how do I get my needs met is essentially what I was asking you. And you're just like, 
So this is not what you said, but this is what you need to start saying. I'm your number one second brain personal problem solver. So you have a problem, you just drop it in the chat and let me know. And it's like, poof, you know, poof, problem gone. Okay. You just say, I'm the number one professional problem solver. <laughs> well, and, and we, we try to. And I think that comes from the HR days when you're in HR. Um, a lot of times people will come to you after the fact. It's like, here's yes. the problem. Can you correct it? So, and it's not just a little problem anymore. Yeah. Now it's like on fire and hurtling through the sky. Exactly. Like, so try to hit it from here, okay, Tess? Yeah. <laughs> and you're kind of like, okay, I'm like, um, that was this is a little bit too late. So usually, if a client has a problem, it's a lot easier than what I would deal with being an HR professional. Oh, wow. So you're like, no, girl, I've seen the fire. So yes. this is nothing. <laughs> yes. This ain't nothing. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. On our website, mm-hmm. there's a wonderful thinking tool called The Map. Mm-hmm. So it's a seven-step process for capturing your attention and focusing your energy on the most important things in life. And I use it every day to plan. Step four mm-hmm. is to delegate. Yes. How do you help your clients delegate? Like before they're in a crisis, right? Mm-hmm. Like before, before the fire. Um, so with us, it's, it's, if you sign up to work with us, depending on the plan that we're um, providing, the service plan that we're providing, you will have weekly calls um, with us. So it could be one weekly call, two weekly calls. Um, smaller plans might be at every other week, depending on that. That's the first step of helping helping the client. So it's not easy to delegate. So sometimes we have to ask the probing questions to help them become comfortable with delegating. But one of the things I would say to people, if you're spending a lot of time researching something, um, you know, we all do well when it comes to using YouTube and we feel that we can almost master everything. But over time, (laughs) (laughs) over time, it's, it's that speed of learning, how do I do this? How do I make this happen? And then you go into doing it. And then when you're doing it, you're, it's, it's still not, it's not fast because you're not comfortable doing it. And it's not what you do ongoing. So that's some of the, some of the times when I'm speaking to someone, I may ask them, how much time do you spend doing this? Because you can say, well, it only takes me two hours. But if you're spending two hours working on graphic designs, then let's get you a graphic designer to work with that you're comfortable working with. You like their work because that's two hours you can spend on work. So you're getting home two hours earlier to spend that with your with your family or on yourself or if it's yoga or whatever it is you want to do. We're, we're finding you that time. So it's one us asking you some questions to see what what it is that you can release and what it is you're spending too much time on that's not beneficial to you. Because I think we all feel at the end of the day, we got this. We can make this work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It took me a shocking amount of time to realize that just because a task needs to get done doesn't mean I have to be the one to do it. Yes. You know, a shocking amount of time. I, I don't want to tell – I'm not confessing here. But in the process <laughs> – in the process of me saying I need my own personal health transformation, 
delegating has become pivotal? Well, I think, you know, I, I struggled with delegation back when I said um, I was trying to work the 18 hours a day, get very little sleep. But at the same time, I was a single person. I didn't have any children. So I kind of started coming up with this list in my head. I'm like, you should be able to get everything done. And when I say everything, I was stressing everything that on the weekends, I should be able to clean the house. I should be able to take the car to have it detailed. I should be able to cook my meals. Well, if you have, if you're working 18 hours a day, you have very little time left. So I guilted myself into saying, you don't deserve help because it's just you. You don't deserve help because you don't have uh, any children. So I kind of went through this list and I told myself, I'm not, I don't need to delegate because I don't need any help with this. I don't need a house cleaner because I can do it all. And I couldn't because that only left me a few hours. Was that about six hours to get some rest? And I don't know yeah. when did I have yeah. the other time. So and I, when did you have your life, right? Exactly. And you're not alone. You weren't alone in that. Oh, trust me. Oh, trust me. I've just now started being like, oh, by the way, Tess, I, I need a graphic designer too. Yeah. So let's just add that to the <laughs> <Okay>. list. <laughs> we got you. Um, I got my ink pen here. <laughs> So do, you know, let's talk about let's talk about single women, mm-hmm. okay? Because I often see, feel like a single working parent because my husband just travels. He's just he he's gone a lot. Yes. When it comes to caring for my children, I like many working moms. I have plan A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. And this week, my child care matrix completely failed. Okay, four plans. <laughs> Complete failure. Yeah. Okay. My husband's traveling. No, no, like surprise there. Husband's traveling. Mm-hmm. My regular babysitter is sick. My mother was taking care of my niece and nephew. My sister couldn't get away from work. You cannot even make it up. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is me. So I need a plan E. Yes. And I know Pendapon doesn't provide childcare, but since plan E became Carmen, Mm-hmm. It was so helpful that you could help me with everything else, walking the dog, doing the dishes, finding dinner. Instead of me being like all frantic and worried, I felt confident. Well, thank you, Dr. Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> it's the highest form of compliment that I can give you. Well, and you. I'm just so thankful that I was like, well, plan E is me. Darn, who knew I needed five plans? And, like, and, I need five plans. <laughs> and we don't we don't provide child care, but we can help you source for child care. We can, we can go through, I, I go back to my interviewing skills, um, and we can start looking for someone if you needed, like, a backup person. Um, so we can you help you add find that. that to your list. I love this. This is a fantastic conversation <laughs> for me. I'm going to get a gra- new graphic designer. I'm going to get a backup babysitter. This is incredible. <laughs> yeah. So, so we can we can help you start looking. So when when that situation happens, when all the plans A B A through D fall apart, now we have E. You know, so we can you know, it's just so that. frustrating. You know, when you end up in that situation, I call it like the Swiss cheese effect. You know, you plan for everything, but like it somehow still comes your way. Yeah. You know, it's like you feel frustrated because you're like, I don't even deserve this. I'm so planful. I, I anticipate the need for this. And, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like a bad mother, even though 
my kids are my top priority, right? Yeah. I just really appreciate you sparing me that internal dialogue. <laughs> well, I, and the other thing is that we're available to our clients. So if, if something happens later in the evening, it's nine o'clock at night, just send a text. Uh, this just happened. Can you support us tomorrow? Can you provide your home um, management service, home tidying services? Because the, um, the house manager, um, house sitter is no longer available. We can, that's what we, it's crazy, but we get excited when we have things happen like that. I love it. You love can, when everything lights on fire no, no. in my life. I just, thank you, Tess. <laughs> Like, like I said, you're a number one professional problem solver, right? There you go. <laughs> we, get, we get a little excited. Our Madeline will text and she will say, um, Dr. Carmen has this problem. And I'm kind of like, it's okay. Um, check with this team member and I'm certain they can, they can help you. And I try to, for each client, we try to have a personal assistant if that's the plan that they're signing up for. And we try to assign um, an errand concierge so that they know who, who's, who's the person entering their home, who is it they're contacting on a regular basis. So there's some level of trust there. Um, there may be times where we have to have someone fill in for that person, but since I, I usually I try to be the backup because I'm kind of the middle person that everyone knows. But other than that, the personal assistant, and the Aaron concierge are the two individuals that I try to make sure are the same unless we have something that comes up. And we're living in a still living through a pandemic. So that that may have to change from time to time, but I try to keep it consistent. So Tess, you have a whole team to lead. How would you describe your leadership style? I think they're a little surprised. Um, sometimes I have to sit back and breathe and um, just kind of let them do things the way that they feel best. Um, but then sometimes I may have to say, have to give feedback because I will reach out with the client um, from time to time and just say, how are things going? How is this working? And I'm asking for feedback because I want the team to get better. That's for me. That's for the person that the client is working directly with. I want them to, um, I want to be able to provide that feedback to them. So everything isn't always like perfect the way I would, you know, like it to be, but I just give them feedback because I have to be honest. I, I like my team and they're, they're good. They're responsible. Yeah. Um, good people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So they, there's um, a no jerks policy, I think at Pendapon. Yeah, we, we yeah. try to, I, that's one of the things I try really hard is to find, find the quality because I want, I want the clients to be comfortable, but leadership, yeah. I'm, I, I want, I want the quality. I search for the quality in hiring that I was speaking with someone yesterday, a potential person. Um, and the first thing I said, confidential, confidentiality that's it. If anything like that is um, breached or whatever, then that's, I can't handle, we can't handle that at Pandapon. 
But um, I've been very fortunate that the people that we have on the team are very confidential. Um, so I think they call me an easy person to work with. But every now and then, I've kind of had to stress my point to them. And I think they're kind of like, oh, she's interesting today. I think this is a very serious point. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I think the, the people that are hired, they, will, they do the job. And they do it, you know, they do it because it's what they like doing. Um, but overall, I'm an easygoing leader. I try to look at what is it I would like in a leader. And I try to provide that to my team. But at the end of the day, I try to, I want them to grow um, in the role that they're in and to grow as a person and to leave having, I hope they stay with me like forever, ever. Um, but if they go into something else, they leave with saying, this is what I'm worth. This is how I was treated at Pandapon. This is what I expect from the next employer. So I just, I try, I hope that over time that I can build them and make them better. Not that they come to me broken, but I just want them to come no, better, no. better than they, as a better person. And, but at the same time, they come to me and they make me think. And they'll say, you know, we, we did a new project not too long ago and we um, had, we debriefed afterwards and they were telling me, so here's what I recommend for the next time. And here's what we can do better. So we love new challenges and it helped us to grow as a company and as a team. So I took, I got about four tips from that. And, um, and when we do the project again, because I think we will be doing it again, they will actually, we will actually put these things in place. So we, we help each other. Tess, this is what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. You are really great of taking care of everyone. You're really great taking care of your clients. You're really great taking care of your team. Who takes care of you? Well, I am at the point of delegating. I am oh, going to delegate. Yes. <laughs> I, I am at the point of delegating, and I am going to be working on hiring an admin assistant for me. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> you deserve it. You deserve so, it. <laughs> yes. It's, it's taking some time. And I think my team will say, yeah, you probably need, you probably need some help now. So I told myself in, in 2022, I am probably to the point of going ahead and letting it go and not trying to manage everything. So the person I said I was speaking to yesterday, that was someone I was interviewing for the um, assistant role. So you probably know, my I, fingers. This is fantastic. <laughs> this is fantastic. Who delegate, you know, the delegator, like who does the delegator delegate to? I love it. I yes. love it so, so much. <laughs> I, I am. I had to let it go and I'm going to, I'm gonna, but I, I, you know, I'm like, okay, sometimes you try to hold on to things too long and you can't be as productive. If you're trying to do it all. I just think it's really impressive how many times we need to learn that lesson. Mm -hmm. I mean, you learned it once, you learned it twice. I just, I guess the universe just keep bopping me over the head with it until we get, we get the picture. 
We need each other. Oh, it's the bottom line. Oh, well, I, you know, when I um, when I look at just you know being a business owner, so a lot of times we go into business for ourselves because we say being in business, um, I can control, I can control things. You know, I can manage the business. But if we're not careful, it it'll flip on us, and the business is managing us. And that is something that I had to tell myself. I'm like, you have to learn when this, when the shift is coming, because you can't, whenever we start our own business, we always say, I'm going to be my own boss. And then you, (laughs) and you, you end up, you're, you're doing a little bit of everything. You're like, I'm going to take vacation when I want to, I can work when I want to. And then it changes. And then you're like, Oh, I'm doing graphic design. These websites here are really good with making some flyers. It turns out I work every day. Yeah, Every day. And I work longer hours. Oh, yeah. I wake up thinking about it. I go to sleep thinking about it. Yeah, I never, I I had another child. I had a business. It's called a, it's a baby. Yeah, exactly. It it interrupts me sleeping at night. Doggone it, I'm back where I started. No sleep. Yes, yes. And it's very interesting how how it kind of happens. You're kind of like, the business wasn't supposed to do that. So it kind of flips a little bit. Um. So, yeah, so if we don't, you know, we don't delegate in our personal lives, then if we don't delegate in business, then you just work longer hours in the business. But then if we don't delegate in our personal lives, then you come home and you can't spend time doing the things you want to do because you're like, oh, I have to get this done. Oh, I need to schedule this appointment. Oh, I need to take these returns back. And the list just builds on and on and on. So it's delegation is yes yeah yeah you know I I just call it um it's really hard to give to yourself the energy that you put out in the world so I'm really glad that you're going to have that support for yourself yes I'm I'm excited um and I think sometimes you have to look at the delegation piece as your business is growing you know so I think we we we're like, when we get the business started, this is how I want to do it. And this is how I want it to work. And then it, then it actually starts working for you. And you're kind of like, oh, I'm really busy. This is happening. This is happening. So think of it as when you have to delegate, things are growing for you. Things are, are good. That's uh, right. Delegation mm-hmm. is good. It, yeah. it, it's a marker of growth. It's a symptom. It's a symptom of growth. <laughs> If you have first, a, first, you feel frantic and overwhelmed, and then, and then you learn how to delegate, delegate. and it all grows. <laughs> Tess, it's time for our action steps for yes. today. I'm looking to become your favorite client yes. and a much better delegator. Yes. So for anyone listening who wants to do the same, what do you recommend we do to delegate wisely and secure the support we need? I think the first thing is, you know, as an individual, just look at that list, you know, the, the weekly list, you know, that you make in your planner of what you have to do. Um, and when that list is becoming overwhelming or you're feeling these things kind of build up inside where you're like, this is becoming a little bit too much. The thing is, you can, if you've already started working with us or if you're thinking about working with us, we don't ask you to provide a, a lot. We don't go through a lot for the onboarding process, but just give us that call. And tell us what it is you need. 
on, you can call us on the phone, you can text the list, we schedule weekly phone calls with our clients, so we find out what their needs are. The other thing is, once you're a client with us, we start to look for signs in advance. We try to ant- anticipate um, the needs of the, of the client. So we can get ahead and take things off of their to-do list before they start stressing and worrying about the things that are on their to-do list. And then I would say the third thing, if step one and two doesn't work for you, just call and express what is on your mind. <laughs> And we will we will start working with you. It's you don't have to don't analyze it. Don't go through this whole process of I need, you know, a house cleaner or I need a plumber or I need meals weekly. Um, you don't have to go through that. Just call us and say, here's what's going on. Please just take care of it. Just just give the list to us and we will start working. We in the beginning we will probably have to ask a few more questions so we can figure you know understand what your needs are. But after we've worked with you a little bit longer, <clears throat> we can start anticipating those needs, or we can look on your priority list that we have from you to say what are your what are the client's expectations or services. Tess, I just have to say to you and your staff at Pendapon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You have been a game changer for me. You have saved me. <laughs> well, thank you, Dr. Carmen. But it's so easy to work with you. That's why it's it's very easy. And but, <laughs> you know, you just tell you're like, just make it happen. Just do it. And when because I know that about you, when we know that there's a problem, it's what what do we need to do to go ahead and take action? Because that's that's what you need. Thank you for listening to Hello Health Today. If you're searching for us on a podcasting app, please remember to smush the words hello and health together. Leave out the space. You can show your support by signing up to receive our newsletter at hellohealthtoday.com. If you're on your cell, scroll all the way down the page. Find our method for delegation on the map, which is a downloadable tool on our website in the resources section. As always, action steps, contact information, and social handles are posted in the show notes. Until next time, remember, today is good. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Because I am a medical doctor, it's important for me to tell you that nothing I say here in this podcast can substitute for your doctor's advice. My lawyers make me say the same thing this way. The contents of this podcast are neither intended nor implied to be relied on for medical diagnosis, care, or treatment concerning any individual. Under no circumstances does this podcast create a physician-patient relationship, nor does it constitute engagement in the practice of medicine or the provision of any healthcare service to an individual patient. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. Consult a healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or to obtain guidance about any medical conditions. The producers of this podcast expressly disclaimed responsibility and shall have no liability for any damages, loss, injury, or liability whatsoever suffered as a result of reliance on the information contained in this podcast.